forsooth, adverb, archaic. In truth, in fact, indeed. Now used in derision or to express disbelief. So it is a new year, a new presidency, and the return of the Forsooth Podcast. Yes, and so far 2021's been pretty fun. It's like What? It's like, let's take over the Capitol in January, and then it's like, let's fuck uh, fuck the hedge fund guys in February. What's March gonna bring us? I mean a new impeachment of a president who's no longer sitting. Oh man. <laughs> Well, no, that'll happen before March. It's so fun. Knock on wood. <laughs> this, is, this is fun so far. So, to start it off, we're back. We specifically went off for a while because all the stuff that was going on with politics, we really didn't want to basically be that podcast that just whined about how shit was horrible all the time. Oh, my God. It's 2020. Shit's horrible. That's, well, that's, that's 2020. It's we're 2021 now, though. We're moving on. It's so, 2021. Now we got new shit, and it's weird, but it's more fun. So, uh, we're doing the same thing we did before. We're having guests and we're drinking alcohol. So, we have Jim and Misty, the Newmans, back again. Hey, hey. And uh, for the alcohol, we decided to go back in time a little bit. Last time they were here, we drank the Penelope bourbon. Uh, but this time, we're drinking that same company, but this time it's barrel strength. Yeah, I love that bourbon. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. So, so very good. good. So, you guys, give a, give a taste of the alcohol. Right. Let's, let's share our thoughts on it first. It's one. already smelling a lot more more potent. Mmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. Oh. Car- caramely notes in this <laughs> That's smoky. It's a little stronger. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, the, the, Ooh, the other goodness. one, the bourbon, was, like, almost not even uh, at all smoky. Uh, it was just tasty and smooth. And this is like somebody dumped some uh, Johnny Walker Black in it. You know, it's just got, it, it's a lot more smoky. But it is still very, very good. Oh, yeah, this is delicious. It simmers all the way down. I feel Ooh. very warm all the time. Let me try sudden. some with your ice. Because right, I've been ice. having mine with uh, neat, and it's super good. Mm. Oh, yeah. With right? The, with the ice, so good. Oh, yeah. Oh. So then. Think if you guys are looking for a really good and like a strong, a little more smokier flavor, the uh, the barrel strength of the Penelope Bourbon. That's a really good one to go to. It goes right up your nose. So good. Oh, this is Dude, my tongue is just like tingling. All oh yeah, that's mm. that's a good one. Love I, it. I tell you right now, if you're looking for something to help take the edge off this year that's already starting off crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Two months' time, we've already had talks of civil war, World War Three, insurrection, impeachment. It's like, and fires. Fires again, mind you. Oh, yeah, it's full circle. Wait, where are we getting fires now? There's also a polar vortex. Again, we did polar it's, vortex the first time. I'm just saying, it's like... Everybody 20, get out your 2021 bingo cards, please. 2021 looked at 2020 and said, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Or my bourbon. Hold my whiskey. Hold my bourbon. Yeah, I like that. Hold my bourbon. Hold my bourbon. Uh, I love it. But mm. I wanted, there's something I want to talk about right at the gate, and it's because we do talk a lot about entertainment, and I thought you guys would have a really interesting approach to all of this. Uh, having a recently mm. no longer a Kiwi uh, with us, he can also give us a review from another country. Kirikoto. <laughs> I love letting this sit on my tongue real quick. I just wanted to say, oh, like, yeah. sit on your tongue for a little bit yeah. and just kind of, like, breathe a little just air Just breathe in. it. Yeah. Ooh. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mine's almost gone. Well, we have more. <laughs> we have more. But, like, seriously, let it sit on your tongue for a bit. It's so good. The way that it opens up in your mouth. 
But I, I, I will say the one thing I want to talk about was theaters. So theaters have been closed <laughs> because of COVID, and they came open and they closed again. And they opened closed. Oh. Not the safest place to be. Sorry, AMC to the moon, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they were gonna open Dad, by my hands. It was gonna be open by our house. I'm telling you, oh, like, by our work, literally what? leave work and go see a movie. I know. What? What? So like, sad. Think about it though. Like whether you do or do not believe in this whole like dumb as fuck Wall Street movement. Um, Holding AMC isn't a bad idea because they were already doing really good before the pandemic hit. They had just renovated their their seating and to be like those nice, big, relaxing, comfy mm-hmm. seats that you can like order the food and the liquor from. It's yep. just and more so, theaters with Atmos. Like, it's hard to tell oh. when they're going to reopen, though. Is the problem? Well, they're already starting to reopen, but they like shouldn't. they shouldn't <laughs> for sure. But I'm saying like if you're going to hold, uh, do hold because even if you don't make your money to the moon, baby, diamond hands. In the next like couple of weeks, <laughs> when we can finally start like being normal again, it's a good it's a good thing to hold on to stock wise just in general if they keep their same business practices that they had before the pandemic because they were doing a lot of great reno. So anyway, back onto what you were saying, movie theaters. So one of the major things that happened is of course movies are getting pushed back and back and back. Theaters don't want to basically let see, like companies basically show their stuff on digital streaming, but Digital streamings don't want to basically have to, you know, showcase the lower theaters. You know, Tenet had, like, the biggest box office numbers for the year, and it was still abysmal. Even outside of the U.S. combined, it was just horrible because there's no one open. Highest grossing superhero uh, movie of the year was Sonic the Hedgehog last year. Is that a (laughs) I mean, it counts. He's he's, he's a... Yeah, he's super fast. He has a comic I don't book. Think having a super a comic book makes you a superhero. He has powers. That's oh come on. He's got he's got powers. I don't Look, know, man. He he just comes That's from like another. That's like saying the flaming carrot's a superhero. Look, he if Martian, if Martian Manhunter is a superhero, then Sonic is a superhero. Martian Manhunter is the Diet Coke Superman, and that's fine. <laughs> But, but Sonic Wow, the- I've never heard him described. I, I love it. Don't get me wrong. I thought Shazam was the Diet Coke Superman. No, 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 no. Uh, d- the Shaz- original Shaz- version? Honestly, Shazam, uh, is- Shazam is more like Pepsi Superman. Yeah, Superman he's Pepsi. He's, yeah. he's off-brand. But, but, then, but then, you know, Coca-Cola buys Pepsi. Maybe he's and RC just- Cola. There, I like that. He's the RC Cola. My Superman. dad's RCs. Yeah, man. Anyone else watch the Cleveland show? No, just me? Okay. <laughs> but so the point I want to talk about is that HBO, a.k.a. WB, Warner Brothers, has decided to change up the way they're doing everything. And they are going to let the movies go forward, but they're releasing specifically via their streaming app. In some markets, they'll still open up in theaters, like you know, across some, you know countries that did a good job with the pandemic, uh, that are having them open now. Uh, but like for the most part, companies like are going to be releasing films like The Batman. Uh, we've already had Wonder Woman 1984 came out, so movies are coming out on the streaming service. How do you guys feel about that? Um, I'm down I, with it. I think it's safer. I really do think it's a lot safer. I mean, for people that don't want to uh, risk themselves by going out and seeing something in theaters with other people, you know, you, you don't have any vetting process to make sure that the people going into the theater are safe and healthy, but you still want to watch your movies. See, I set up a really good home entertainment system before because I didn't like going to theaters to begin with because people are disgusting and dirty. But, right? but oh, so gross. I know you guys enjoy going to the theater. I love it. I love, uh, like, a 
to me, there is almost nothing more fun than a big, huge budget blockbuster on opening weekend, man. Ugh. Like, I, I wouldn't trade that that first time seeing Avengers in a packed theater for anybody. I just oh, would no. rather hear the lines instead of hearing people chill. Right? Oh my god. Like, I saw the, what I think was the grudge, and then that stupid fucking kid in the elevator, like, was going up, like, the, the person in the elevator was going up. And then, like, that kid would show up in, in uh, every single window for the uh, each floor of the elevator. And then, like, the entire audience would scream, every floor! And it's, like, seven floors! And I'm like, it's not new! At this point, it's not new. Relax, You're people! It. You're wrecking it! And that's when I decided never again. It's, it's, I don't need the packed theater. Finding the good seat is usually in the middle. And if I have to pee, God fucking help me. And, like... And then it's, like, I feel trapped, so it caters to my, my claustrophobia. And then um, it's just nonstop gunk everywhere, and everybody's so gross and loud, and I can't hear anything. I guess you, that's why I kind of like the newer theaters, where you had the reclining seats. There's yes. a lot of space to get up. And <laughs> the the Pacific Winnetka. Even at enough time, they'll be covered in disgusting gunk. Oh, yeah, and, like, jizz. Sure. Like, tons of jizz. Oh. Seen them everywhere. But, like, that's why they don't make them um, cloth. They make yeah. it just like leather. Easy you wipe. You just wipe it down real quick. So you know, with I know like it does make sense right now for the whole pandemic, but there is a slight uh, penalty that has been happening. So a lot of actors, big name actors and directors and producers, they take pay cuts to make the film, and they get a bonus if the film's successful on the back end. It makes yeah. a lot of sense for the companies. And stuff, but like for the most part, the main issue is that like, look, I need to have a big box office to get my actual payday mm-hmm. for like Gal Gadot and Margot Robbie, and so like, there's an issue where there's a breach of contract, really, because I mean, like, it's it's when you think about the fact of when streaming radio came to play, when people started streaming radio, there was a whole marketplace of ads that weren't tapped because they weren't going to make money off of that, but they still paid, so there was a big question of what they're going to do. So how's that going to work out with these contracts? With regards to this new form of medium of first releasing on streaming. Well, uh, they were doing that Mulan thing where they just charged you to watch it, and I hate that honestly, but maybe they can do like a like a theater at home kind of situation. Like a VOD on demand? Yeah. Like, I, I think they charged way too much for Mulan. Well, I didn't see it I think, just simply because I was like, okay, I don't want to pay that charged, much to watch this. What at they home. charged was the amount that you would expect to charge for a new release movie disc. Right. You know, like owning it. But you yeah. didn't own it, you just got to watch it sooner. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, what if you, what if they did, like, we're using AMC as the example now, like, what if AMC had an app of new releases instead of, um, releasing it to the exclusive programs, and then you could watch the new releases as if you're in a theater, and then they would rotate out just like a normal theater would. The, the biggest problem that we've, we've seen with regards to movies having to come out, in my opinion, is the fact that you keep pushing them back and pushing them back, and these movies are sitting there... And then there becomes an issue of them basically being aged out. Yeah, I want my Black Widow movie already. <laughs> <laughs> Please, um, come on. One of the major issues that we have with um, like the Bond movie. So when you make a movie, you don't just have the actors, the producers, and even that contracts for the money on, on Blockbuster. You also have uh, ad placement. Mm-hmm. So for instance, they actually have to reshoot scenes of Bond men, primarily because of ad placement. So Nokia had their brand new phone in the Bond movie. <laughs> and, like, they were giving oh, Bond a lot a of money. Yeah. And now that phone is outdated. It's like last gen. It's like two gens ago. I, I think it was Carl Pilkington uh, that said uh, that he went into uh, the Apple store and bought a new iPhone, and it was uh, outdated quicker than a real Apple would have been. 
<laughs> but uh, the, the craziness that really happened on that is like that's that's a problem. That's a shelf life. You've made money off that movie mm-hmm. off of advertising placements, and if you made it with tech-based companies like Nokia, you're out that money if it doesn't come out fast enough. Yeah. We don't know what pot product placements were put into like Black Widow, but if there were product placements for like maybe a car, because that's the thing you never hear about, but it's always there, it's vehicles. So here's my thing about Black Widow specifically, is that it's a prequel. So it's obviously set probably like in the, what, like the early 2000s, the 90s, something like that. Like You'd be amazed at the fact that Nissan might have a modern car that you don't pick up because you're not looking for the, the year make of the vehicle, <laughs> but it's still like their new model of the Nissan Ultima or whatever. Black Widow was a movie ahead of its time. It had a car that was 20 years in the future. <laughs> it's just like those things will happen though. Like we are like you don't realize it, but there's always like a major car placement in even sci-fi films. Yeah, well, I like, think it was like a, the Dodge in uh, in several of the the Marvel movies, right? There was like uh, yeah. Chevys, Dodges, something when, like that. When they made um, iRobot, there was a big ad for I think it was like a Nissan. And it was like a sci-fi concept version of the Nissan, right? But it was still an ad placement for a vehicle company in it. And like, some of these companies might not make it past the, the quarantine, is what I'm saying. <laughs> like, they might not be there to pay their bills. Huh. And so you end up having like a timetable where you're like, I have to, you know, get this product out there now to make money. Yeah. And so that's, that's one of the major issues I'm seeing a lot with, with the, the movie industry. What businesses do you guys think are probably getting hit the worst? Like Ooh. due to the pandemic, or yeah. Due to the movie industry, pandemic, pandemic. Oh, small business, yeah. One hundred percent small business. I mean, yeah, the small businesses are gonna definitely take a hit, but like the, I think the more like luxury stuff is is what's gonna be taking a hit. Like, well, like the amusement parks, the amusement parks, the things that people would be at crowd, like Disney for sure was like always just stupid crowded. Oh. Um, what about and hotels? like you know. Hotels can space people out. No. Uh, they can do like one quarter capacity, but it's still really scary dangerous. So early in the California time period, they shut down people being able to book hotel rooms. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't get a hotel room. In fact, they just well, recently yeah. reopened the ability to get hotel rooms. Oh my God. And it was, it was difficult because like you couldn't do anything. You couldn't do anything in the hotel. Yeah. You couldn't get go to like the bar. You could... <laughs> <laughs> and that's what she has to say that's about that. Say. <laughs> you, couldn't, you couldn't go to the bar. You couldn't go to the cafes, the restaurants. You, you couldn't really even get, like, room service. Yeah. You couldn't go to the pool. And, like, there was a lot of those issues going on, like, in the height of at least California's lockdown. And it, it crushed a lot of those businesses for sure. I mean, I know there's a lot of small businesses that couldn't afford to adjust uh, yeah. to the cost of, uh, like, refitting for the quarantine. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, putting up the, the plexiglass windows, limiting how people can come in. I know some businesses try to accommodate, but another big issue is conventions. Well, they're uh, just bringing up the, like, a lot of people couldn't redo that. But, like, the karate studio, that, the karate studio, I had too many burdens. The karate studio that, uh, that you know, the boy used to go to is shut down because of COVID. They're not shut down, actually. They have a big sign on the window that said, due to COVID, we can't blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so uh, for the longest period of time, they were doing their classes in the yard in front of the church next door. Oh. Interesting. It was really interesting with that. So yeah. like, some, some businesses are able to adjust and adapt, but one thing that really kind of fit me was is um, the Renaissance Fair in California. Major 
the original Renaissance Fair, has announced that with April still being a couple months away, they are not reopening this sure. year. No, they are shut sense. down this year. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, Coachella's not happening. But the, and then Coachella's an entirely different area. There's oh, a bunch of vendors that I'm are I'm sure affected. the Fire Festival's still happening, you guys. Uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't think Fire is ever happening again. <laughs> but um, but like, there's a lot of businesses, friends of ours included, who make outfits for the Renaissance Fair, who oh, sell yeah. like about a good three fourths of the Renaissance Fair are independent vendors. Yeah, like not even just like the like take the food of the situation. There's just so many people who make leatherworking, costume making, prop like metalworking, prop making, all these cool things that they can do. Specifically for these festivals, and they are out. And this is two years they've lost their major business model. Yeah, I guess it's hard to do a Renaissance fair over Zoom. It's not uh, exactly, you know, fitting the uh, time period. The thing that I think that's really interesting, and I remember a lot, and it has to do with the fact of these lower business zones who balance their books based on major events. Right. So, for instance, D.C. is a big one of these areas. A lot of people don't live in D.C., yeah. They live outside, they travel in and out, they don't really give a lot of their money to the D.C. area. So, D.C. makes a lot of money off of major events, right. like, for instance, rallies, or inaugurations are a big one. Uh, we wanted to go to the inauguration this year, but then, like, the COVID thing, and then also, like, you know, the fact that there might have been, like, suicide bombers or something oh, yeah. crazy. Oh, it was yeah. just kind of like, but it was, because it was my first time voting. Uh, I was really excited. Like I was like, Misty, we should go to the East Coast because we would be planning to go to the East Coast anyway. Yeah, uh, it's like you know things are kind of you know easing up a little bit in places. You know maybe Surprise! we could do it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, but, but there are businesses there that literally make a lot of their money on the inauguration, and so people boycotted. For instance, when Trump was you know sworn in mm-hmm. as president, uh, there was a big drop of businesses that made a lot of their money that people didn't come because of the boycott. Like they're like. We heard from this. What, you mean then, the six people that went to his inauguration didn't buy anything? But the problem with that is that that money fuels them for the next, like, like I would add it to their, their minimal sales or books. It keeps them afloat. Mm-hmm. Like San Diego Comic Con, there's a lot of businesses in San Diego that make money regularly, but During they balance the their days. books from the San Diego Comic Con, who lost it last year, mm-hmm. who are going to lose it this year if they don't have it. And there are these businesses that, like, you're going to see these, these touristy towns People are just going to shutter their doors. And there's no amount of relief you can do when, like, you have banner days mm-hmm. for, like, five days and those those make your year. No amount of stimmy checks are going to solve those businesses. No. Yeah, no, even Black sure. Friday this year was uh, was weird. Like, a lot of the larger businesses balance their books on Black Friday, hence oh, yeah. the name. And it's just kind of like, yeah, very, very small turnout. Everybody's turning to buying stuff online, which, you know... <sighs> Well, I mean, it's if, fine. If your business offers stuff online, then, yeah, exactly. You know, they were okay, but you know, a lot of uh, a lot of places really didn't get the uh, business they needed. Yeah, but you know, some places also adjusted like their their sales and stuff outwards and kind of spread it out. Yeah, for started it in early November and stuff like that. We've we've been. I know as as a personal household, we've been struggling and doing our best to keep as safe as possible. Not going out, not doing anything uh, extra flurious. The most thing that we did was we went through a drive-through winter event with oh, like the yeah. like the windows up. Yeah, uh, and that was like the most we were able to really get out. Like we, we you can't go to theaters. We we can't don't even really go to parks. We took we took the little one to a park 
for maybe like a couple hours, and then there's there's a fight that broke out. Oh my god! Because I was like, she's like, oh, she can touch things, and I'm like, no. It's like, like, oh, Fauci said it was fine. I'm like, yeah, but that's like an adult who washes their hands. Uh, this baby's going to touch the sand and like the plate and put her hand right in her mouth. And I'm literally running around with the hand sanitizer. I'm like, that's not a good mentality to have. Oh, you don't, we don't want to be running around with your kid constantly throwing hand sanitizer at him. I mean, that's like, you know, when slash if I ever have a kid, that's literally going to be me. <laughs> like, okay, Purell time. Put out your hands. Back, well, back. As a kid, there's a there's an amount of bacteria in the world you put in your body that you just have to adjust to, and it actually no. makes you healthier. Yeah, I don't think it you need to do that. Makes you healthier. Uh, yeah. Well, we, you know, we can, we can consult the scientists. But, all but a pandemic that, is not the kind of be playing the game. Your kid is never ever going to have any kind of immune system if you just follow them with Lysol. Yeah, and if they never uh, get sick, they won't need an immune system. Oh, <laughs> wow, Jim. <laughs> For, for anyone listening that doesn't know, I'm kind of a germaphobe. Uh, this kinda. past year has been kind of hell for me. <laughs> it's it's just one of those things where... Nobody tell them there's poop on everything. <laughs> or, or semen. Uh, guys, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, it's, this has been a really rough year, and a lot of people are not being very smart, and it's making it worse. And we all are hoping that these vaccines are going to be the magical end-all. And they they could be. If we, we did enough work for it. But I just don't know, man. I'm hoping that we all just get through this and it becomes like a big like laugh that we talk about. But <laughs> in, in like 2030, it's like, oh, remember, you know, 10 years ago when... Uh, I don't uh, know, man. Like the psychological problems that we're going to be developing from this shit. I, just I don't like, think we're going to laugh about it. This is going to be in the history books. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, and, and, and once again, we're going to have the history books going, well, you know... They made these recommendations, and all of these people just decided no. Interesting. I was I was talking to my mom the other day, uh, way back when. I think I might have even said this in the podcast before. And I was talking to her about the thing, like, oh, like you know, was this like what you remember, like when you were learning about the, you know, the Spanish flu in high school and like in middle school and stuff? And she's all like, oh, we never learned about that. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Like she went to school, and I don't want to age gator. <laughs> she went to school. Not like I don't like around thirty to forty years after the time period. Like, how was that not still being talked about? So, well, I think maybe it has to do with the advances of modern medicine because this terrible thing happened back then. But medical science has advanced further, so we have better vaccines. And they're like, oh, that'll never happen again because we'll have vaccines and stuff to fix it. But you, you know one of the but reasons why... But then you why, the anti-vaxxers. Oh, God, don't get me started on those people. You know one of the reasons why the Spanish flu spread so easily, right? Yeah. Because, like, offices would share... the masks. Offices... Uh, well, that actually happened, yes. Yes. <laughs> offices shared one cup. Mm-hmm. And they all drank from the one cup. How does that make you feel, Jim? So... The look on your face is great. Yeah, so I mean that's that's right up there with uh, you know back in the olden days people just used to eat dirt and stuff like that. I'm just I'm basically like you know. Wait, you know that, Jim? Pe- you know that uh, toilet paper was not that long ago when it was first developed, right? 
So I just like to imagine that we've always had it. Like, you know, cavemen just came up with it one day, and it's just been a thing. They, yeah, the toilet paper cavemen used was their hands. So, oh, so no. we go back a little bit further. <laughs> how, how did we survive as a species? Do you know how people drink in, in town? By developing immunities to things, Jim. By I, getting was, sick a couple times. It was probably like they took the, the water from the village well, and then they put it in their prehistoric Brita filter. Uh. <laughs> so there would be a fountain in the town square, and yeah. there'd be a ladle. Yeah, and you would just take the ladle from the fountain and drink from it, and, and that's how everyone got mono. <laughs> <laughs> but like, seriously, like, like, and sometimes people would pee in that fountain, and no oh, one gave Jesus a shit. Christ, they'd wash their hands in it, Jim. They'd walk oh, up and wash their hands in the fountain, and then like two minutes later, someone take a ladle up and just drink, and it, it was sometimes still water. <laughs> Like, it wasn't, like, moving oh, water. Oh, yeah, you're getting, like, mosquito eggs, too. It's the, the first thing. Once we invent time travel, that's the first thing I'm going back to fix. Oh, you're going to just... Yeah. <laughs> we're doing plumbing, people. You're going to We're just going to drop them off yes. in the Roman bath. Oh. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so let's talk about something else. <laughs> Speaking of Roman baths, let's get into the Roman vomitorium. Oh. So, oh, yeah, no, I don't even want to know. So what's one piece of entertainment that has helped get you through quarantine so far? Animal Audio Crossing. Audio books, oh. Animal Crossing. Misty, what do you got? Oh, uh, right up until they stopped making them Unis Honest. Oh, oh yeah, right. Markiplier. Markimu. Well, and Ethan. Oh, and Ethan, I guess. Ethan. No, I, I love Ethan. He's great. Eve. But for me, I think, to be honest, uh, watching Netflix over and over again, Breaking Bad... <laughs> and Hannibal has really helped me because no matter how angry I am and everything, I can always watch those shows and get my like output. Yeah, specifically Hannibal. Hannibal really got me through like October and November. It's gonna be very clear. You just, you just I needed uh, Hannibal for October and November. You just miss being close to people, right? Oh, yeah. like, having having them so close, you could just about taste it. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I'm all like, oh, they're all pigs. Animal things. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're all lesser forms of life. Also, One Piece. I started watching One Piece in uh, in August. Uh, I dropped it uh, in December because I'm I'm waiting for some more dub episodes to release. But uh, yeah, awesome, awesome show and very long. So if you're looking for something to really commit to, um, it's like you know almost a thousand episodes. So and it's it's great. Well, Very know, good adventure story. Speaking of things that take up way too much of your time, we started watching Stargate. Yes. Oh, yeah. I've never that, seen Stargate before. That is a show that stands up, but there's some things where you're all like, that could be solved by a cell phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what planet you're on. Yeah. That could be solved by a cell phone. Oh, you need a video camera? Cell phone. Yep, yep. <laughs> God, did you see that, like, plinky-ass uh, video camera they just stuck onto and duct-taped to a stick? Melp on a stick? Melp on a stick. It's like, oh my god, what is that, a high eight? We've actually, oh my god. We've actually finished SG-1. We're currently on season four of uh, Atlantis. We've got one more season of that. We watched one out of two of the SG movies, and then we have all of SGU to finish once oh, that's wow. done. Yeah. So we're, we're actually clunking along pretty good. I think we only have, if we watch it straight... Like two and a half days worth more of footage. If we try it uh, hard enough, we could just do it in two days. No, two and a half. We can't make time go faster. I mean, <laughs> with enough of this Penelope. Is, is this with sleep or without? No, no sleep. without sleep. No sleep. Oh, my gosh. Days. Okay. No sleep. No but sleep. Sleep is for the week. We actually found a really good guide online for like how to watch the episodes. 
Oh, and there's I only love been, those. There's only been one issue where I had a problem where they basically had a. They put the scene where one character first goes off world after the scene where he talks about having just gone off world because of going back and forth between the two shows. That was the only problem I've seen so far. Oh, uh, you. But it's, it's amazing um, thinking back to our childhood. Like, oh we God. would watch cable TV or, like, analog TV, mm-hmm. or we'd read books, or we'd find a way to entertain ourselves with, like, playing with our friends. But, I mean, in today's era, without being able to go outside, we lose a lot of the things that even we did as, like, security systems for us when we were younger. Oh, yeah. So we're pretty much stuck in the house, and our only venue is to either spend time with loved ones. Ugh. Who wants to do that? Or watch TV. And I mean, I will say this about, um, like, everyone complains about streaming services. There's yeah. too many of them. We're basically yeah. living in the world of cable all over again. Yeah. Well, but, we did say back in the day we wanted to be able to pick and choose our networks. Yep. But I mean, like, we have so much content now available because of it. Oh, yeah. 100% we do. So I think that's definitely a benefit. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, look, if there's a cable service or a, sorry, a streaming service that, you know, you like a couple things and you don't want to, you know, get the service, but you still want to support those things, there's always physical media, which is how I get, you know, like Star Trek Discovery and Picard and stuff like that. Just buy it on Blu-ray. Oh, you bought, you actually bought the Blu-ray on Picard? Uh, yes. Oh, wow. No, Wait. I haven't yet. Yeah, I don't think it's out I, yet. No, <laughs> I have. Uh, I have Discovery, the first two seasons. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's a horrible show. You should just watch. Um, ah, look, uh, we can we can debate that. I enjoy it. What's the Orwell? You should watch Orwell. Oh, I love Orwell. Yeah, I love Orwell. Orville. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I, I I love that Orwell one too. But guess what? Here's a here's a crazy concept for you. Did you know that you're able to like both things simultaneously for different reasons? That's bullshit. <laughs> Living in a fantasy world, Jim. <laughs> okay. We live in a world Sorry for trying to inject nuance into uh, this situation. We live in a world in which you can only like one thing, and if you if anything exists that contradicts it, you should go to hell. Now I just want to know if the card is available on Blu-ray. <laughs> well, I, I want to thank you guys so much for coming over and joining us yeah. for this uh, this alcohol-induced podcast. Oh, thanks for having us over. Yes, thank you very much. uh, Always a lot of fun. Such a long time since the last cast. Oh, yeah. And I do thank you guys for sitting six feet apart from us and, you know, wearing your mask but not talking. (laughs) Yeah, the uh, social distancing hour. Oh, I know, right? Like air hugs all around. Oh, yeah. Nerd news (laughs) antisocial. Well, thank you guys so much. We hope to have more of these come out, although because of the whole distancing, it's a little bit harder to to get things set up. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, we, we, we love the fact that you guys came on, and we're glad to hear you guys not only remain safe so far during the pandemic, but have also remained sane for the most part. Uh, it is, a, it is available. I just Googled it for anyone who's interested. Are you uh, ordering it for delivery now? <laughs> uh, I might, yeah. It's only uh, $29.05, a bargain Ooh. at twice the price. Oh, wow. wow. You better that have five cents price is going to get you. <laughs> All right. So, I'm done. We'll, <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Thank you guys so much for coming on again. All right. Bye. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye, guys. Forsooth Podcast is a trademark of Five Fire Monkeys Entertainment. Forsooth Podcast is brought to you by Five Fire Monkeys Entertainment. No badgers were hurt in the recording or producing of Forsooth Podcast. If you or anyone you know was offended by this podcast, please contact your local congressman.